And Giles Bickford, RNZ Business Editor, is with me now. Good afternoon. Uh, Giles, car thefts are skyrocketing. Kira to you, Charlotte. Yes, uh, the insurance company AMI says thefts surged 43% last year, with lower-cost models more likely than others to be stolen. The company says it received nearly 17,000 claims for stolen cars, with the Toyota Aqua topping the list for the second year in a row as the most stolen, followed by the Nissan Tida and the Toyota Corolla. AMI Executive General Manager Wayne Tippett says older vehicles without security features are more likely to be stolen. Uh, we don't have any issues insuring these vehicles, but what we are saying is take a little bit of care with any vehicle that you have, uh, particularly if it's an older one and if it doesn't have those security systems in place that a more modern vehicle has. Even little things that we can do, think about where you park your vehicle, make sure it's secure, park it under a light if you can't put it in your driveway, don't leave your valuables in the vehicle, just little things that we can all do to deter a thief. And Wayne Tippett says peak time for vehicle thefts between 10 at night and 5 in the morning. Health prices fell last year for the first time in a decade, with the average national asking price below $900,000. That's uh, data from property website realestate.co.nz. The total value of homes listed last year showed a substantial $28.6 billion drop on the year before. Real Estate's chief executive, Sarah Wood, says last year was the year of correction. Perhaps this year may be the year of recovery first 22 days of January, you know, we're seeing a really healthy level of new properties coming to market, which is a really positive thing. You know, whether government makes any changes um, that will affect the property market and at what speed those changes will happen is obviously an unknown. There's a lot of mixed commentary around interest rates. Is there going to be a change or a shift down in 2024 or will it be closer to 2025? Sarah Wood says the data shows the robust Queenstown Central Otago market continues to follow its own path, hitting a record average asking price of nearly $1.6 million. An investment analyst says the tide may be turning for the NZX local stock exchange after it was outpaced by international markets last year. Craig's Investment Partners Wealth Director Mark Lister expects investors to start moving off the sidelines and back into shares this year. He's tipping the local share market to generate better returns in the t- uh, coming 12 months, although there will be a few bumps along the way. Well, I actually think our share market could have quite a good year as well. Uh, last year we were up very slightly, but we're still 10%, maybe 12% below the record high that we saw three years ago, and that has been uh, a much more sluggish performance than we've seen from many international share markets, and I'm actually quite optimistic about how the local share market could perform as well. Uh, although uh, an analyst at Devon Funds Management, Greg Smith, is looking across the Tasman. He says the ASX may be the smart move this year. He says that's off the back of high prices for Australian minerals and metals. The Australian market could have a very strong year. We expect commodity prices uh, to be strong. A lot of that will be depending on uh, on China, but we've had some positive data out there recently. They've had their uh, growth target for, for last year. And Greg Smith while says while property returns will improve this year, a diversified share portfolio will still be the better performer. Well, the pressures on international shipping continue to grow, with the latest being a further slowdown in traffic through the Panama Canal. 
Low water levels because of drought have limited passage between the Pacific and Atlantic Oceans, and it's now resulting in cargo being offloaded at both ends of the canal and railed across the isthmus to the other coast. With close to 90% of global trade carried by sea and problems with attacks on ships in the Red Sea, the question is being asked whether the two key routes might be untenable in the long term. The head of the International Maritime Organization, Arsenio Dominguez, says no. Shipping will continue to be there. We will continue to supply all the necessary goods that we all need around the world. We will not be without shipping. We will find a way for shipping to continue to be resilient, to adapt and to move forward. That's Arsenio Dominguez from the International Maritime Organization. Just gone 25 minutes past 12, or coming up to it, time to catch up for the first market report of the year. I'm joined by Mark Fowler from Hobson Wealth. Kira to you, Mark. Welcome back. Oh, thanks, Charles. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Well, uh, obviously, I would think business a bit subdued given that it's Wellington Anniversary Day, but how's the local share market performing? Yeah, look, after a bit of a sluggish uh, finish of the week, uh, the NZX50 gross index is up uh, first thing Monday morning, so that's a positive. It's 11,705 points. Uh, a couple of the key sort of contributors is A2 Milk. Uh, there was some positive sort of research reports come out over the weekend, and that's up around 3.25%, trading at $4.79. Uh, we've got Chorus. Uh, that's also up over 2%, trading at $7.80 in, in early trading. Uh, a couple of the detractors, though, however, Sinlay Milk hasn't had quite the same confidence from A2 Milk. Uh, that's down about 2.25% trading at 85 cents, uh, and we've also got Fonterra that's down about one and a half percent, trading at three dollars and 45. But all in all, uh, a positive start this morning. And this is what we call the confession season, isn't it? Where companies, if they have any skeletons in the closet which they need to report at the uh, February reporting season, they're likely to make uh, those admissions uh, now, aren't they? That's right, Giles. You want to sort of yeah, air your dirty laundry early, I think, is, is the saying. So, uh, yes, no, uh, they, they do benefit from the sort of the quiet holiday season. Right. The Stock Exchange calls it continuous disclosure, but dirty laundry might be a better term. Uh, how's it looking in Australia? Uh, look, Australia's also open in positive territory. So the S&P ASX 200 is up over half a percent, uh, trading at $40, uh, sorry, trading at 7,461 points. Uh, your earlier story just referred to the, the positive outlook for commodities. I've seen BHB Billiton, that's opened up about a half a percent higher, trading at $45.93. Uh, and the banks have also opened up um, with a sort of strong trading also. So National Australia Bank, that's up nearly 1%, trading at $31.55. And the financials are obviously a key contributor to the ASX 200 index. Which takes us to the currency. So currency, we've got uh, the Aussie, uh, Kiwi against the Aussie dollar is trading at 92.70. Uh, against the US dollar, we're back below 62 cents, trading at 61.20. Uh, for the yen, we're at 90.57. Against the sterling, 48.10. And against the euro, we are 56.10, with the New Zealand trade weighted index currently at 71.5. Which leads us to interest rates, oil and gold. Sure. So interest rates, uh, three-month bank bills, they're trading at 5.68%. Uh, in terms of longer-dated bonds, the so New Zealand 10-year government bonds, they're trading at 4.79%. Oil, so we have West Texas Intermediate at US $73.50 a barrel. And finally, gold, so spot gold is trading at US dollars 2,028 an ounce. Thank you very much. That's Mark Fowler from Hobson Wealth. 
We'll uh, bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers somewhere around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business. Kia ora.